I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lou Lonsberry. I'll give you a quick heads up on the latest in the race to 270, as they call it, that being the number of electoral college votes needed for a presidential candidate to secure victory. Uh, right now, there are numerous uh, news outlets uh, declaring that, uh, that, in fact, Michigan will go to Joe Biden. Uh, I am waiting for the Associated Press to to make that call and also uh, touch and base with folks here in the newsroom before KSL makes the call. But uh, I will tell you that, uh, that there are some outlets out there making that call right now. So we're looking into those numbers and we'll bring you the latest as soon as we have it. Uh, right now, I want to welcome to the program uh, Congressman-elect Blake Moore will be the next representative to travel to Washington and represent Utah's first congressional district. Sir, how are you? Appreciate appreciate being able to come on, and uh, some, even some of the best of that is getting a chance to talk to your producer before we even jump on. You've got a you've got a great team there, Lee. Very cool. Thanks for saying so. I agree a hundred percent. Let me tell you, you may have just learned your first lesson in going to Congress. The president will often try to upstage you, but remember, sir, as you uh, take the oath of office and become a member, you are then joining a co-equal branch of government. All right, don't let the executive branch ever walk all over you. All right. Hey, you know, I I told Amy, she said, we might might get bumped uh, for the president. I said, if that's the case and you bump me, then this is it. This is the last time I'm coming on KSL. Oh, sure. It's a a wild day. It's going to continue to be so, I think. How how are you doing? How are you feeling? What were were the emotions going through uh, last night as you uh, got final word that you would, in fact, be becoming a member of Congress? You know, when I got... When I was when I spoke, I got the chance to speak last night at the um, the, the state GOP get together that, that we had, and um, you know when the governor stands up and then Congressman Stewart and Congressman Curtis kind of speak before you, and then you know you get introduced to to speak after them just because I, I was you know I'm the new face for right now, and you know the gravity of it hit. I, I was grinning all night, um, just excited. You know you never know you never you never know until you see the numbers come across and. And to see to see that come through, it was so exciting. And then you know the gravity of it hit. And this is a this is a huge responsibility. And and back to work today, trying to trying to figure out the next steps. And and like no no rest for the weary. Yeah, that's the way. Uh, you and your Democratic can uh, uh, challenger uh, Darren Perry, you have had an affection for one another during the course of your campaign. What was communication like with Mr. Perry last night? Yeah, and you know that's just two people just being themselves. And I swear that's the only thing I can ever promise in this is that I'll just continue to be myself. Voters can get a chance to know who I am. Um, I'll talk sincerely about, you know, we'll dig into the policy-related items, and I just I just care that people know who I am. And that's Darren and I just being ourselves. We, we spoke last night, and it was exactly the kind of conversation you would have expected. He's expressed his support. I, I talked about, you know, how, you know, I'm glad that he and I were able to add to the, the civility in politics that so many of us want to continue to see. And um, we had a really great conversation, but it was an expression of, like, I'm, I, I want to support, I want to stay, and, and, and you know, 
help serve the communities that I that I got in this for, and and I would you know I want to be somebody that continues to work with him and and do that. And that's not just it wasn't it was never just rhetoric to act like nice guys. It's just, we just we just wanted what's we just want what's best and 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 find productive ways to to address the the issues that our our community faces. Sure. Uh, One of the the hallmarks of Rob Bishop's time in Congress was that uh, when he replaced Representative Hansen, it uh, it was seen as a continuation of policy and approach. Their priorities aligned, their efforts to gain positions on various uh, committees in Congress uh, were similar. They both ascended to the position of chairman of the House Committee on Natural Resources. Will Congressman Blake Moore be a continuation of the legacy of Congressman Bishop, or will he he blaze his own path, or or, or some hybrid of the two? I would would hope for some hybrid of the two, but let me first say the late late Hanson and and, and Congressman Bishop, they, they created a framework for success for the first district. Um, you know, getting into this race, I always knew that, you know, there's six members of our federal delegation and, and one of them has a very, and I've even probably said this on your show, one of them has a very specific job to do, and that's the support of Hill Air Force Base. Hill Air Force Base on its own can thrive, grow. It's got its, its strength. It's got the, you know, it, it, it does so much, brings so much to our national Defense brings so much to the community. The community itself is second to none to any other bases out there that they provide, you know, intimate, close service. Utah Defense Alliance, MIDA, the focus that we place on it, Wolf Creek Foundation, some of the nonprofits serving, it's second to none. So it already has, you know, and then, and then Uter, it already has this incredible value proposition, but it does need constant congressional support. And, and that, that's a tenant that I've focused on for for this entire campaign, and it's something that we'll continue to focus on. Community assignments, who knows how it all plays out. It's a funny world back there in D.C., but it doesn't – our entire delegation knows the importance of Hill Air Force Base, um, and we'll we'll all continue to work on it. So I will, you know, hope to just kind of carry on that legacy uh, of Congressman Bishop and his team and what they've accomplished. But, you know, know, I've got my own set set of unique skills and and things that, that I've been involved with. I have a unique background. And I want to, you know, serve Utah in, in, in multiple ways. And it's funny. You don't have to be on a certain committee. If you get on something like Ways and Means or, you know, Oversight and, and, and Appropriations, you, you still serve all those areas in different ways. And, um, and it'll be how we fit into the team. I'm excited for the team, team aspect of this, working with other delegation on where I best fit and uh, – I've got an incredible amount of energy, and I've got an incredible amount of humility. I'll say it that I, I just I want to be plugged in in the right spot to, right. to do the best good for the, the district. Outstanding. Blake Moore uh, has now been elected to represent Utah's first congressional district, and will do so starting in the next Congress. Blake Moore, thanks for your time. Congratulations. Thanks, Lee. As always. All righty. Uh, that's it for today's episode. We have covered a lot of ground today. Much has happened during the course of uh, today's show. The The shift in the lead for the presidency has gone back and forth. There have been lawsuits filed 
during this program and from here until you and I join together again tomorrow at 1230. I'm sure much will happen. And you and I, I promise you, we'll get together. We'll break it all down. We'll try to understand it together. Uh, we'll open the phones. We'll get you involved. We'll get the text line fired up. 57500, that Utah Community Credit Union text line. Looking forward to meeting back with you again tomorrow at 1230 here on KSL News Radio. Now, though, now, time for me to step aside and make way for the great Jeff Kaplan as he brings you Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News here on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.